Instagram Reels, either you love them or you're already sick of hearing me talk about them so much. If you've been following content from Creatorly Media or on my own YouTube channel for any time at all, then you've definitely been familiar with my love for Instagram Reels. In case you need a bit of extra background, Instagram Reels was introduced in August of 2020, at least where I live here in Canada. It was available testing in a few places before that. And of course, it was created as a direct competitor to TikTok. Let's be honest, it's just a total ripoff of TikTok. Since its release, Reels has been slowly adding more and more features that make it more and more similar to TikTok, even though Instagram officially claims they are not prioritizing Reels in their algorithms, it's pretty clear from observations from creators that Reels often outperform most other kinds of content, clearly showing that Instagram is a little bit nervous about the popularity of TikTok and they are trying to establish themselves in the space as well and try to steal a bit of our attention back from the For You page over on TikTok. To define Reels more exactly, in case you're a bit more of a beginner and aren't really sure how these fit into your strategy, Reels are short form videos, 15 to 30 seconds long, though as I record this, Instagram is currently rolling out one minute Reels as well, Again, something that they learned from TikTok, which is nice. It gives you a little bit more time to share information. These videos are different from the 15 second story clips that we're used to seeing. Even though you can create them from the same starting point in the app, which is I think something that leads to a lot of confusion for new creators, because when you swipe over to create an Instagram story, you can very easily swap over to reels, which I think leads some people to think that reels are meant to be posted in stories, but they are actually quite different from stories, from feed content, from IGTV and lives. They really have a life of their own on Instagram. And this is mainly due to the places that you can view them in the app or what Instagram refers to as surfaces or what you might think of as just different tabs within Instagram, different pages. I know this might sound techy and boring, but stay with me because this whole different surfaces thing is exactly what makes Reels so special as a type of content on Instagram right now. So Reels live in a few different places or surfaces if we wanna call them that. For one, they can live in the feed, which is the main Instagram feed where when you first log in, you can scroll through it. This is where your followers see your content. This is where you see content from people that you have tapped the follow button for. So this is where you can share photos with captions, your graphics, you can share up to one minute videos in that kind of square aspect ratio. This is just one place where people can find your Reels content, okay? Reels also live in the Reels feed, that sneaky new button that got added to the bottom of the center of your screen where the new post button used to be, that is the Reels feed. And it is entirely different from your regular feed for one key, very, very important reason. And that is that this feed is not determined by who you follow, but rather by what you're interested in. And of course, what you're interested in according to the Instagram algorithm, right? This is the information that you have given Instagram through how you interact with content and what kind of hashtags you use or search. Instagram has determined what you're interested in. And so that Reels feed is going to show you videos that the algorithm thinks you might like. The Reels feed, very similar to the TikTok for you page, just for a comparison there, though my opinion with the worst algorithm, I think TikTok's a little better at serving you content that you're interested in. This Reels feed is a very powerful tool for discoverability. And this is why Reels are so essential for good Instagram growth, 
right now. If you want to create a strategy that is optimized for growing, for finding new people, increasing your reach, Reels is going to be a core part of that. Instagram shows users Reels based on their interests, like I was saying, which allows them to find and discover new content, which then of course means from the creator point of view, this allows you to create content that is going to find new people because Instagram is going to be showing it to people that are maybe different from who is already following you. Reels can also be viewed in stories when you share them there. Just to give you the whole picture, we can see them on the main feed. When you do select show in feed, they always show up in the Reels feed to someone somewhere. And they also can appear in stories when you share them. So that's kind of the third surface or space on Instagram where your Reels can get a little bit of extra mileage and fill out your content calendar. The nice thing is Reels actually play when you share them to stories and often you know they're 15 seconds long, which fits into the amount of time you have on stories. So it can be a good way to bulk out your story content um, by sharing Reels there. So overall, Reels are a very powerful tool, not only for entertaining your current audience and showing them a more fun, more relatable side to yourself, which is just kind of the nature of these short form videos, but they are also a powerful tool for discoverability, which is why in this episode, I want to go in detail with you about how to use Instagram Reels to grow your business. TikTok and Reels are such personality-based platforms. They're often used by regular people sharing funny or interesting moments. So how can they be utilized by a brand or a business? This is an area where I find a lot of business owners get a little bit tripped up because they're really not sure how to show up professionally, but also in a way that's entertaining. Do they show themselves like the random 15 year olds on TikTok do, or, or do they, you know, hide behind their brand image? This whole problem of how to do reels as a business owner may seem impossible, but I promise you it's definitely in reach for you and your business. And in this episode, I'm going to show you how. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. give a big shout out and a big thank you to the review of the week. This one is from Elizabeth Driscoll Creates and Elizabeth titled this review by far my favorite social media podcast. Thank you, Elizabeth. And Elizabeth writes, this is now my go-to podcast while I walk. I am a salon and spa social media designer and marketing director, and this podcast is perfect. I use it to educate myself more, but also I am able to relate to so many of the topics. Such an easy and enjoyable listen. Thank you for creating. Well, thank you so much for your kind review, Elizabeth. I really, really appreciate it. If you want to hear your review on my show or get a little shout out, 
please go ahead and leave me a review on the Apple Podcast app and give me that five-star rating if you don't mind. This is one of the best ways that you can support the Creator Club podcast and help me to keep focusing more time and energy on this little show to provide you these episodes that are in-depth trainings that give you lots of info about how you can grow your presence across all different social media platforms. So if you like Creator Club, I would love to hear from you and I will definitely give your review a read on the show if you leave me one on Apple Podcasts. So thanks for listening and thanks again, Elizabeth. So before we get into it, I do want to take a quick minute to tell you about the business and the team behind this podcast, Creatorly Media. If you listened to last week's episode, then you might have a little bit of context for this, but just in case, I want to tell you about it. If you have ever considered starting a podcast yourself or growing a YouTube channel, or even if you're just looking for help creating your Instagram content, Creatorly Media have services designed by creators for creators to serve your audience with authentic and engaging content that will help you grow. We have packages available for all stages of growth. For instance, if you're just starting out with Instagram strategy and you want an expert opinion and analysis on your Instagram, check out our Instagram audit. The Instagram audit is an in-depth analysis and report on your content, how it's performing and how you could improve in order to optimize your growth. It's like an expert consultation and coaching package wrapped up into a beautiful little report for only $89. And it's a great place to start if you're ready to grow. Check out creatorlymedia.com for more details about the Instagram audit and all our other social media services. And if you found this podcast helpful, then no doubt you will find our custom services for creators even more instrumental in your growth. So if you like this podcast, make sure you check out creatorlymedia.com. All right, let's get into it. While there are honestly countless ways you can utilize reels in order to grow on Instagram and promote your business, today I'm going to take you through three main categories of content that you can produce for reels, entertainment, education, and promotion. And before we get into those three categories, let's address the two main ways, you know I love numbered lists, that business owners can approach creating reels or using reels in their content strategy. Like I was saying before, Reels is quite a bit different from other forms of content on Instagram. Typical Reels content kind of requires a human subject, sort of like Stories does. If you're a business owner that's used to posting stock photos or strictly using carousel graphics to create content for your Instagram profile, then you might be struggling to figure out how to approach making Reels. Here are the two approaches that I want to put forward and recommend that you could use for your own business. The first option is deciding on and sticking to a face for your brand. This can either be you or someone on your team. This is what I like to call the internal influencer model. If you've heard me talk about that in previous episodes, and it's a really good way to create that relatability factor with your audience and keep it professional and on brand, all while taking advantage of what a personal brand can offer in terms of advantages on social media. The second option is focus on compiling content from other creators, members of your community, and then supplementing that with screen recordings, animated videos, and stock footage in order to fill in the gaps with your custom content. So this is kind of the faceless option, which does make sense for certain businesses and companies. So maybe this would work better for you if you've been feeling like, oh, I can't really like show my face. It doesn't make sense in this context, or I don't have a specific brand or person that can represent the brand um, in reels. 
this could be a good way to go about it. So let's talk about a couple different examples of accounts that use these two different approaches so that you can see how they play out in practice. It's not hard to come across examples of the first version, choosing a face for your brand or what I've referred to as an internal influencer. This is essentially using your own presence to influence on behalf of your brand rather than, or in addition to, outsourcing to typical influencers to talk about your products or services. So imagine this, rather than hiring, you know, influencer X on Instagram with hundreds of thousands of followers and probably a very high rate to talk about your product, you can just develop your own presence or, you know, a member of your team's presence on Instagram as an influencer, and then they can, you know, influence on behalf of your business. To me, the Washington Post on TikTok was the first major example of a company doing this that I came across anyway, but more recently, brands have been using this approach a lot, and the trope of X company hired me to make TikToks full-time is pretty common on the For You page. I've come across it a lot from Levi's jeans to ice cream brands. This is the most flexible option because it allows you to create reels just as if you were any other person or personal brand. So you can take advantage of those trends. You can do that cute dancing, pointing around the screen thing. There's just a lot of options that open up to you when you can have a human subject in your reels. However, this doesn't always make sense for every brand or every situation. Depending on your brand, you might not want to have one individual person be the representation of your entire audience. Or maybe your brand is like a tech company or something like that that doesn't necessarily make sense to have that really humanized personality to it. The alternative method, as I mentioned before, is going with the compilation route and supplementing that compiled content with your own faceless content when necessary. For some more in-depth tips on making reels that you don't have to be on camera for, check out my personal YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com slash Katie. I've got a few videos about it where I've actually made a suggestions list of different types of videos you can try out that don't require you to be on camera. So that's a really great way to supplement this compilation stuff so that as you'll see later on, when I get into those three categories, you'll still be able to fulfill the three main categories of reels without having to have a face to your brand. An account that I think does this method really well, in my opinion, is at Girlboss on Instagram. They have grown a ton over the past six months or so by primarily using a strategy of tweet graphics and reels. The social media manager behind at Girlboss is Taylor Loren, who I follow on Instagram, and I look up to her a lot as a social media strategist. So definitely give her a follow on Instagram and check out the at Girlboss account because she shares interesting insights every so often about how she has grown that account from, I think, 1.6 to 1.8 million followers in her time working there. And this strategy has mostly consisted of tweet graphics and reels that are community generated. So this is actually a strategy that I'm attempting to implement right now on the Creatorly Media account because I think it's just really effective for growth. Tweet graphics are really, really shareable and have viral potential. And Instagram, like we all know, is really pushing reels whether they admit it or not. So it's a great way to gain reach to a new account. So like I was saying, Girlboss uses TikToks and Reels created by other people, and then they select ones that are either like informative or relatable or funny to their audience. Their brand is really all about their community and the experience of being um, a woman starting out in your career. So it makes sense for them to feature content, presumably from that community, from the kind of people that are following them. 
This method is a little bit less flexible because you really can only work with what you find. But the upside of doing this is that if you come across a viral TikTok, you know, something that has like hundreds of thousands of views, you know that that would probably work well with your audience too. It's kind of already proven itself in beta testing, if you want to call it that, on TikTok. Like you knew it performed well over there. So it likely will also perform well on Reels on your account because it's probably really engaging or entertaining. So it's a little bit more of a surefire way that your Reels are going to perform well, but it is going to be a little less flexible. Honestly, for both of these methods, chances are they will take up a lot of time and effort to do well. I think often people see that compilation route that I just described as a shortcut, when in reality, finding high quality, relatable content for your audience takes a lot of time and research too. Sometimes making a trend up for yourself in TikTok and then downloading it and posting to Reels can just be faster than trying to find something that has done it well. I think the best route if you're going to do the compilation thing is to really immerse yourself in the community that you're trying to find TikToks for. Try to curate your own for you page so that it's going to bring up TikToks for you that would be really good to reshare on your Instagram account. And then that is going to be what helps you to find that sort of viral engaging content Um, because searching around for it is going to be really difficult. Now that we've considered these two general approaches to Reels content creation or content curation, let's talk about those three main categories of Reels that I mentioned earlier in the episode that are going to be the backbone, the main structure for effective growth strategies for your account and for promoting your business. Because this isn't just about gaining followers. Ultimately, this is about generating those sales because we all know followers do not put food on the table. So let's get into those three categories. The first one, like I said, is entertainment. So the primary purpose of the entertainment category is to catch the attention of your ideal audience and provide relatability. I know this category is called entertainment because I think it, it makes the most sense compared with the other ones, but ideally all of your reels are going to have an entertainment factor. That's something that actually during Instagram's creator week, they mentioned on their live stream that the top performing reels tend to be entertaining or funny. So you want to try to give that entertainment factor in all of the different reels that you make. But this category in particular is all about relatability and connecting with your ideal audience and sharing some kind of trend or meme that they will feel connected to. So let's give an example. Recently, I filmed a reel for the Creatorly Media account using the song, like, It's a Hard Knock Life from Annie, which you may have seen this trend on TikTok. Basically, what the trend is, is you start off with a title sharing what your experience is or what perspective you're going to come from. And then each time the percussion hits, text pops up on the screen and the person in the video kind of reacts to it as if they're getting hit by something. And then finally at the end, they're knocked over by kind of the biggest punchline. So in this example, it was, you know, trying to learn how to grow on Instagram as a beginner. And then the different things that kind of hit me, the different text boxes were things like 
just buy followers, just engage with 100 people a day. And then the final big knock was just buy my course for $1,000 and I'll show you how to do it. So I think this is something that's really relatable to the kind of audience that I'm trying to reach. The Creatorly Media account obviously wants to reach people who are trying to learn how to grow their Instagram and their social media presence in general. And I think all of us at different times have come across the struggles of people trying to provide overly simplistic solutions to Instagram growth, like just buy followers, for example. And then of course, the classic overpriced course that's supposed to solve all your problems um, that we're all getting pitched all the time. So this is highly relatable to my audience. It's not necessarily promoting what Creatorly Media does, you know, or like sharing any information in particular. It's just something that is going to be kind of funny and kind of relatable to the audience. So that's the entertainment category. Now for this one, if you are creating your own content, the best way to approach this is to observe your for you page, come across trends that you think you could repurpose for yourself. So I'd seen this hard knock life trend a bunch of times of people, you know, showing it in different contexts, whether it's, you know, trying to finish homework assignments or preparing for a job interview or, you know, trying to exercise more often. There's all different kinds of applications that you could put that trend towards. And so I'd seen a couple different ones and I thought I could make this relevant to people who want to grow on Instagram. So keep an eye out for trends that you could recreate if you are going that sort of internal influencer, having a face to your brand route. If you are doing community generated or compilation content, this one is going to be the easiest for you to find because it's really just coming across the most viral TikToks that are relevant to your specific audience. So if you are similar to your ideal audience, and like I said before, you've curated your For You page so that you're kind of receiving the sort of content that your audience would find interesting, then you'll just naturally come across this kind of entertaining content. And you can just judge for yourself, is this interesting enough to kind of grab my audience's attention? Is it relatable to them? And then of course, you can share it on your Instagram page. The second category is education. So education is where you're going to prove your authority in your area, especially if you are a service provider, if you sell courses, if you do coaching, any of that stuff. This is where you want to give a little bit of a taste of the kind of things that your customers can learn. It's all about providing a bunch of free content and then people will appreciate that and they'll want to go deeper and pay for your in-depth content. If you sell products, this approach is going to look a little bit different because you aren't necessarily going to be teaching people how to create your products, for example. So like, let's say you sell pottery or something. You probably aren't going to make a video like three tips on how to get started with pottery because likely your ideal audience isn't actually interested in becoming a potter. They just love the aesthetic of what you make and, you know, they want to drink their matcha out of your cups. So instead of teaching people how you do what you do, this would be a good opportunity to educate on the qualities of your product. So maybe you show the process of you making them and you can talk about why your certain handcrafted method creates the best quality pottery. Or you could talk about where you source your materials from and how it's more sustainable than your competitors. This is a good place to kind of educate about the benefits and the advantages of your specific product. Or like I said, if you're offering services, um, you can share a little bit of a taste of how you offer those services, give tips for the people that don't quite have the funds yet to hire you. So you can either educate on how you do what you do or the benefits of what you do. 
one of my top performing reels actually on my personal account um, was a whiteboard video where I taught how to create a content strategy for Instagram. This is actually a great example of a faceless reel. And it's interesting because obviously normally I show up in my reels because I have a personal brand over on my personal account or even in the example of the Creator Lead Media account, I'm sort of the face of the brand. But in this one, I wanted to show visually like a little drawing sort of whiteboarded out how you create a strategy and it performed super well. And I think it's because it was so packed with info. I really got a lot into 30 seconds. I talked about how to develop content pillars, how to come up with content ideas within those pillars and how that kind of contributes to your growth. And I did it all by drawing out doodles on a whiteboard. So I think it was visually interesting but also very value packed. And that's why it performed so well. So that's just one example of how you can create educational content for your brand um, in a way that doesn't require having a face to your brand, like doing whiteboard videos or animated videos, that sort of thing. So that is the education portion. Both of these kinds of reels, entertainment education, perform well for different reasons entertaining reels are relatable. They catch your audience's attention and people see that and they're like, oh yeah, that's me. I know exactly what she's talking about. Whereas education, people come across it and it's a quick win. It's something they can take away in 15 to 30 seconds and it actually really changes their day or their business or their life in some way. And that's why those perform so well. So you're either going for relatability with your entertainment or quick wins with your education. So now let's talk about the third type of reels content that you're going to want to make in your business's content creation strategy. And that is promotional reels. So really this promotion category, this is your chance to truly just sell a good structure. When you are creating reels that are selling your product or service is to start by identifying a relatable problem, offering a solution. And then if you can to sprinkle it on at that cherry on top, add urgency. That's a really good journey to bring people through in terms of getting them to that purchase point. I think it's important to include promotion in your reels because you never know who you're going to reach that might be really feeling that problem in the moment. In general, you know, the reason why we're not just making every single one promotion is because people that see your reels They might not have ever met you before. You have to really keep that in context that a lot of people who see your reel will never have seen a video from you before. For example, I have, you know, 25K followers on Instagram and my video, the whiteboard video that I talked about got like 250,000 views. So obviously the vast majority of the people who saw that probably had never seen me before in their life. So you got to make sure that even when you are doing these promotional reels, You're offering some kind of value, whether that's even just relatability, so that people who have never met you before still might take that journey into being a customer. And also know that your reels do get seen by your existing followers too. So this might be, you know, the moment that makes them convinced to transfer from being just a follower into a customer. So just keep those things in mind when you're creating these promotional reels. Don't get lazy with it and just say, hey, buy my product or whatever. You really got to put some intentional effort into how you're going to make this interesting or valuable and how you can bring them through that journey of problem, solution, and urgency. So so let's just do a quick example. Here's how I could very quickly in that like kind of 15 to 30 seconds talk about Creatorly's Instagram audit service. So in the reel, I might say, are you struggling to grow your Instagram? 
uncertain about what strategies are truly going to make an impact and help you connect with your ideal audience, we want to offer you an expert opinion. Grab the Instagram audit, a value-packed report and analysis of what you're doing well and how you can improve your Instagram profile and optimize it for growth. We've only got two slots available this week, so go check it out now. Now, obviously, I don't actually have slots available. I mean, there, you can just go buy an Instagram audit anytime, but that's just an example of how you can add urgency. You know, it's going to look different in different situations. But that's just a really quick, basic structure of struggling to grow on Instagram, uncertain about strategies. That's the relatable problem that we've identified. We offer the solution. We'll give you an expert opinion. We'll give you a report and analysis of what you're doing well and how you can improve. And then obviously the urgency is there's only two slots left. With certain products that aren't necessarily solution-based, there are other ways to share enticing promotions. So again, going back to the pottery thing, I mean, obviously I know you all aren't just potters, but <laughs> that's just an example I can think of of a product that I would be interested in purchasing off Instagram, you know, like a really cute ceramic mug or whatever. That's not really a solution to a problem, you know, that could get cheesy really fast. If you're just like, do you feel like all your mugs are ugly? Well, I've got a pretty mug. <laughs> like you're obviously not going to do that. So there's other ways when you have kind of more of those lifestyle sort of products that, that you can, you know, make promotions that are enticing. So for example, think about showing the lifestyle that you can sort of attain with that product. A lot of marketing, you know, whether or not the ethics of this are great is about, not selling you a solution, but selling you a lifestyle, selling you an aspiration. So, you know, when I think about getting a really beautiful ceramic mug, I picture myself in my van, looking out at an ocean vista, sipping a latte out of this really aesthetic mug and, you know, being able to take a picture of that and share it on Instagram stories. Like that's the life that I imagine for myself when I think about buying one of these really cute ceramic mugs off Instagram. So, Think about in your promotional content, how you can sell that lifestyle instead of just a solution to a problem. So, you know, figure out what your ideal audience is envisioning. And for example, if I saw one of these ceramic mug Instagram accounts show a picture of, you know, matcha sitting, you know, looking out the window of a van to some beautiful wilderness, I'd be like, sold. I'm buying that because that's the life I want to get. If I buy this mug, I'll have that life. So that's kind of a silly example, but I think you know what I mean. Instead of doing the problem solution kind of formula, think about what sort of lifestyle you're offering your customers with the product that you're selling. Now, in this case, if you're using compilation content, that community generated sort of stuff, this is the category where you're going to kind of have to make your own content for your specific products or services. If you're a product-based business, then this is a great chance to just film some really cute videos of your products. Like I was describing, that's a great way to do that without really having a face in your videos. Now, if you are offering solutions, like let's say you're an agency like me and you offer some kind of service, then you're going to need to get creative by doing that whiteboard option or doing some kind of animated video to describe your services and what sort of problems that you solve without having a person in it. It is possible, you just have to get a little bit more creative. Whether you decide to go the internal influencer route or you use community-generated content, those three categories of reels will help you create a strategy that will not only grow your account, but also grow your sales. If you want more resources on reels, I do have a few videos on my personal YouTube channel from a couple months back that I think you will find helpful. I'll link them in the blog post for this episode on creatorlymedia.com. So you can go check it out there. And as always, I hope you found this episode helpful. Make sure to reach out if you are interested in our services. We would love to chat with you. And of course, keep on creating. Oh, 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 oh,
Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.